Ladies and gentlemen and everyone in between, welcome to the fourth season of Her Ice, a podcast focusing on girls' high school hockey across the state of Minnesota. We have our season preview on tap for you today with a very special, special, oh my gosh, we're already off to a running start, a special guest in the studio, Mr. Tony Scott. Round of applause for Tony Scott. Tony's going to give us his thoughts on the preseason top 10 for Class 2A, the preseason top 5 for Class A. We'll have some transfer talk. We'll have some recruiting news and a couple of state champion predictions for you. Enjoy the show. Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool, all about the bouncing master. Watch it on the news, what you gonna do? I could hit refresh and forget. Used to keep it cool. Why are you looking at me like that? Because what was going on there? I don't know. Maybe somebody recorded over the first I time so I recorded that did. music. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's in the song. I don't think it's in the song. I, I think, think I goofed up. I think it sounds like you. Oops. What a great intro. Peter. What a fantastic intro. Uh, hopefully everybody listened to the intro so they know what's on tap. Let's get right into it. First of all, Tony, how are you doing? I'm how doing are you feeling? very well. I'm a little under the weather. You look terrible. No, I don't look terrible. terrible. <laughs> Just fighting something. Fighting something. All right. Well, a week. Well, hopefully we fight a little bit today. I'm sure we have some different oh, opinions I got about a, lot of fight. a preseason top 10 for Class 2A, a preseason top 5 for Class A. I hope we fight today. I hope we give listeners something to chew on. But first, you want to roll into some recruiting news. That's pretty much the entire uh, tablet of your legal pad. Well, there's a ton of it, right? Well, so of with course the recruiting there's a ton rules, of it. Recruiting rules changed everything. Uh, they couldn't s- speak. Girls hockey players and NCAA rules couldn't speak to coaches until June 15th of this year. And then on August 1st, they can make a verbal commitment. Um, and I expected like a wave of commits. The wave was more like a trickle to start with on August 1st. And then, it's like a baby wave. Yeah, a little tiny wave of it. And, you know, actually the Gazdicks and Hanson, um, uh, the girl from – is it Olivia Hansen from from Blaine? Haley Hansen. Haley Hansen. She, they committed before the day you could commit. The Gaston yeah, twins did. Yeah, there were a did. few of them. I was like, mm, we can't do that till August first. But no one really got. In. Who's going to say who? Uh, no one. But that that being said, they made their commitments. Um, and then slowly but surely, from August first to this week, we've been getting some big time commits. I think one of the biggest commits. Uh, just came this week with Josie Hemp uh, following her sister Peyton mm-hmm. to the University of Minnesota. Um, and I'm not saying she's, she's the best player in this class of 2023, but she, there's so few really good D left. So, like, where were the Gophers going to get a player? Where is Wisconsin going to get a player? Where is Mankato going to play? There's only a few good D, you know, with Ella Housie gone and Gazdick gone. Like, mm-hmm. okay. Where are we going to get defense? So the Gophers really, I hate to say it, really needed Josie Hemp more than Josie Hemp needed the Gophers, which I thought was a really interesting. A player that doesn't need the preeminent women's college hockey program? No, I I, I think that Josie had her choice of a school, so she could have picked anywhere she wanted to. Well, yeah. Following her sister to the U of M was probably 
what she wanted to do ever since she was a little kid. So good for, for Josie. Um, I think uh, St. Thomas is making the biggest splash in this whole recruiting scene. You have the U.S. Olympic coach, U.S. Olympic assistant coach, and they're coming to your tennis matches. They're coming to your <laughs> volleyball <laughs> matches. They're at every elite league game. That's old school recruiting. They are old school. Uh, Joel Johnson is is rolling up his sleeves and getting after the best players in each class. And, and, and hats off to him for what he's done, um, knocking out uh, the Burger and Browns over at Andover. That's a big, uh, big, big chink in the armor of the the other schools in the state of Minnesota getting those two. I think they're two of the best 2023s. Uh, I think UMD did pretty well as well, getting Grace Sedura and getting a Danny Berg and Flip mm-hmm. from Mankato to to UMD. I think I, I think the Bulldogs are looking good. And I wonder who did more recruiting on that, the UMD coaching staff or Danny Brunette and Jenna girls, Lowry. Jenna, I think those two did the recruiting and the coach, Mara Kral just kind of stood, you know, Stepped aside on that one. Yeah. Uh, so we talked about the St. Thomas. You know, I think like you, you and I talked before the show. I think one of the sneakiest gets is Kara Sajovic from Gentry at at St. Thomas. I think I think she's one of the most under the radar skaters that we have here in Minnesota. Well, I, I said off the air she has a college ready shot. I mean, she could step in and play in a top nine at a Division One school right now. Obviously, she's. A little under the radar just because she is still kind of young. She's got two seasons left of prep hockey, and she played for Gentry, which prior to last year was bouncing around the country playing in showcases in you know, Buffalo and, and Dallas and what have you. So Minnesota high school hockey fans may not have heard of her, but a really good get for St. Thomas. I would also say a good get for St. Thomas would be Lane DeVries yeah. from Chisago Lakes. You mentioned defenders in the 2023 class. So they get the nationally known stud in Ella Housie who yep. can play both forward and deep. Yep. She can rush the puck. She can do it all. And then you get a little-known defender from Chisago, Lane DeVries, who might be more of a stay-at-home defender, but she fills a perfect need for college hockey, which is a shutdown defender that can play a little bit physical. She plays with a chip on her shoulder. But you talk about recruiting for both talent and for needs. St. Thomas has got both bases covered. And then Blake uh, kept the pipeline between the Blake School and the Ivy League. Yeah, how uh, dare you go to a state school? <laughs> uh, Ellie Morrison commits to Dartmouth, and Susie Higuchi uh, commits to Yale. So no surprises for those two young ladies uh, going east. Oh. Uh, are you not surprised by that, Aria? I'm not at all. I was just uh, double-checking to make sure that Addie Burton had transferred from the University of Minnesota. She is now at Yale University. I know! I do the girls, you know, the women's scoring every mm-hmm. Friday and Saturday night. I look down, I'm like, wait, wait, Addie Burton's on this roster? I thought she was a gopher. Mm, nope. That one snuck by me. So Higuchi will join Burton, and Morrison will join, get ready for this name, uh, Sarah McClanahan at Dartmouth University. Really? Go Big Green. Oh, yeah. Did she, was she someplace Pipeline else? is an understatement. Was she someplace else, or nope. she always been there? She was Dartmouth all the way. She hasn't had any points. I, I I am all over this. Every Friday and Saturday night, I'm all over these scorers. Uh, Heising uh, has done extremely well at Penn State, I believe. It's Natalie. Natalie Heising has done really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. There's a couple other people that are, you know. That have uh, just committed to Penn State. Caitlin Roberts signed her national letter of intent to Penn State today. Yes. Yep, and yes, then yes. Stella Retrum from Maple Grove committed to Penn State. 
Um, uh, here's a funny Caitlin Roberts story. Uh, my daughter played soccer, and they were playing uh, Shanhassen, and that's where she attends school. Caitlin does. I look down. I, I'm taking pictures on the side, and I look over. I'm like, that is Caitlin Roberts, right, <laughs> before the game. And she goes out, and they, they announce the, the starters and then the team manager, and there's Caitlin Roberts. And she, of course, gets – they announced all the starters, and then they announced the team manager, Caitlin Roberts, and she gets, of course, the biggest cheer. Of course she does. I'm like, yep, that was – and I didn't know. I didn't want to, like, just, like, assume it was her, but mm-hmm. I thought – I was, like, 99%, and sure enough. And team manager, Caitlin Roberts, the crowd goes crazy. Yay! I'm like, yep, I was right. That's Caitlin <laughs> Roberts. I was at uh, – I think it was a Minnesota Cup game two years ago on a back rink at the Super Rink. So we're talking, like, rink seven. Yeah. Where there's no light, and it's only lit up by candles. And it's a late night game, and it's but it's the best game of the weekend. It's like OS Bombers versus OS Aces or something. Right. And you could tell that not only is Caitlin Roberts a quality player, but the girls love her. I mean, every time she came off the ice, everybody had a high five for her. There was, thinking back, there had to have been two dozen Division One commits on that ice. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah, it is pretty neat. Um, here's one, and we have Talia Hendrickson uh, followed her sister as well out to Franklin Pierce, Gino. But here's the one that are there any girls that pop out who have not committed yet? And we're like, hmm, why isn't she out there? And, and here's my, here's my, I'll give you a couple if you don't have any on your little docket. But Kate Johnson uh, from Kate Johnson, World. Okay, Wowza. I mean. Filthy hands, great skater, tenacious. Um, I just think that these world girls, because they play six hours north of the Twin City, get absolutely no love whatsoever from well, college. Kotlowski's at Wisconsin. Yep. That's a big time program. Yeah. It's not like they get no love. But the Gardeners went to Minnesota she's State. She's from Eau So? But I mean, my point is, it's a little trickier. They've seen Wisconsin. Coaches knew who Caitlin was before she got to Wisconsin. Fine. Before she got fair, to World. Fair enough. They knew who she was before she got to World. Okay. Right. Hannah Cornelison's at a big time program, Merrimack. Yeah. So. I'm just point? saying, I don't think World gets the shaft based on where they play. I just don't think. I th- I just think if you put uh, let's let's talk. What's the little number fifty five from from uh, World? I can't Lanto. think. L- yeah, the little Langto. Yeah. Right? Lila. If you put her in a green br- green breezers, west suburbs, she looks like a Division One player. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Edina, Minnetonka, they get so much more love from, from schools. Okay, than- well, what's the biggest difference between Warroad and Minnetonka or Edina? Uh, are we really going there right now? Level of competition. Level and yeah. which class they play in. Last year, I'll, I think I'll throw one. I'll throw even a harder pitch than that. Okay, you're going. Me. You're going journalist on me. I'm going to go blogger on you. Oh God, ready? Stop. You it. know what the difference is? People in Edina have money, and if you're a coach, college coach, and you can get someone to come to your school and pay fifty percent of the freight, and and you can you know Edina is going to have the money to pay fifty percent at at some of these schools. So you're going to recruit that person over someone in world. And I'm not saying the Lankos have money or don't, but I'm saying they're going to have less opportunities because there's less financial wherewithal well, in some of these communities. Considering how few female hockey players get a 100% full exactly scholarship. Exactly right? my point. The pool gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Do you see smaller. why a lot of these kids, and I'm not I'm not ripping any dime. I mean, if you got it, you got it. But yeah. I think they get a little bit extra eyeball because of the uh, zeros on their 
ten ninety nines. Yeah. Well, last year I know Ward was also handicapped because you had to play a lot closer to home. Normally they try to stack their they schedule. They didn't last with, year though. They made six trips to the Twin Cities. They did, but it's not. It wasn't as it was stacked a harder as it normally year is. Yeah. So this year their schedule. I was just it's looking at it today. It is crazy. They are going to run a gauntlet. I think they're playing. Um, like in three weeks, it's like Benilde, Andover, and Tonker, something, something insane. Well, they started with Holy Family on Friday. Holy Family, that was the one. It's crazy. I got a text from uh, the head coach at Warroad asking a, a, a scouting report on on, on Warroad Holy, on on Holy, Holy Family. Family, and I was like, uh, "Oh wow!" Starts and ends with uh, well, with start, Maddie. Mid- just start flying Talia Hendrickson to the far <laughs> blue line. Just. <laughs> Ring it around the boards and hope she no, catches. No, I, I think that there. I think that it, it, we'll, we'll get to that game later. But I, I just think Holy Family's got too much for them. Yeah. Well, you almost let the name drop, Maddie Kaiser, who was a transfer last year. That's what we in the biz call a segue. Can she win Miss Hockey? Yes, she can. Yeah. You mean the trophy isn't already at the Jungles House? No. It's not. No. I, I think even it's already a, there. Is there even a trophy? I think the trophy's already been unpacked and there almost was, house. There it's almost wasn't even a ceremony last year. You think they have a trophy? No. I don't think there's a trophy. <laughs> don't get me started. I think it's no made comment. Out of, I think it's made out of paper mache and no old, comment. old copies of the Pioneer Press. No comment. I'm not commenting <laughs> on the Miss Hockey But it, it is a good segue into transfer talk. If yeah. We get into oh this because God. you can't explain. How much time we got? You can't explain the top ten without explaining the transfers. The portal was oh active. How's that? Gosh, you just some of these rosters start trickling in. And before we even get into it, may I just say how infuriating it is to try to write a season preview when half of the rosters aren't uploaded to the internet? Yeah. Oh uh, my god. How goodness. many errors are you gonna have on your preview? I I already had it's, one. I told you I had yeah. we had Abby Bros. Written in a White capsule. Bear Lake. She's been White Bear Lake. She's her been whole White life. Bear Lake forever. She played for now the high school last year. Yep, as an eighth grader. Now she's at Creighton Durham Hall, so I had to retract that. Uh, so transfer. Take her picture down that I put up. Yeah, we can take it down. Oh right? no, I gotta take it. We're down. take that picture down. All right. Well, shoot your first shot on this transfer stuff, and I'll get rid of the uh, the photo of Abby Pro. <laughs> I'm gonna try to find a text message that I got. Okay, now um, this sounds bloggery. This doesn't sound journalisty anymore. Yeah, but it, it's just so good. I, I'm not sure I can even find it. But keep going. Let's talk about the transfer portal. Let's get right. Let's roll up our sleeves to roll up our sleeves and get right into Minnetonka, it. All right, right. Let's just get just right there. I found my text. Let me let me make sure I have everybody. Ava Lindsay, Josie Hemp, Layla Hemp, Ellie Kleppinger, Ellie Zakracek. Who am I missing? Transfers? Yeah. Am I missing anybody? I think I got all of them for Minnetonka. Um, no, you got them all. I think I got them all. All right. Well, bolstered by a handful of transfers, Minnetonka will be our number one team in Class 2A. In the tradition. In the tradition company's rankings. Yes. <laughs> I don't think there's – You want to look at me like that. Um, it's just the, the, the Minnetonka story this year – um, you you might be able to make a thirty for thirty out of it. I mean, it could be what that if epic. I told you? Yeah, it could be that epic. There was a combustible amount of talent. I mean, I'm almost thinking if I'm Coach Randy Keppel, I like kind of like where I'm at. Like he knows his players, it's the same roster, same like roster. 
They're they're gelled. There's going to be no infighting. I just think there's just too many alphas uh, yeah. at Minnetonka where this could it could combust. Or if they all come together, oh, it could be special. scary. It could be scary. It could be, it could be terrifying. It, it could be the best team we've seen in ten years. I don't know if I'd go ten years. I, Some of so those Adina teams from a couple of years ago, they might have been better. But uh, one of the odd things about Minnetonka is you think about a preseason number one, they're senior heavy, experience led. Minnetonka has three seniors I know. on the roster. The rest, I know. There's a there are six freshmen. Uh, to 11 underclassmen. So still kind of a young team. We'll see how that bears out as the season progresses as you go up against some of these more veteran squads. But for right now, on paper, the talent is there to absolutely steamroll people. Uh, at number two, familiar face, the defending state champion Edina Hornets, who very quietly also have half a dozen Division One commits on their roster. And the ones that are not that eligible to get it, like a Hannah Halverson, they're locks. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you got Horton, you got Zawoyski, and you got little Lolo Nelson in yep. eighth grade. These are all Division One hockey players. This is as talented a team as Minnetonka, if you can if you can stomach that statement. Well, and we also mentioned off air. There's no ruffled feathers, at least to our knowledge, no. about the Adina and, program. And no offense to uh, Minnetonka's goaltending, but they have the best goalie by a mile. So this they, is another is six shutouts away from tying Anna Kriesel for most career all time. Right. And Uma Cornea, I don't even think we said her name. Yeah. She still has two seasons to go. I know. Doesn't it feel like she's 35 years old <laughs> and should have graduated three years ago? Yes. But one of the most decorated goaltenders in state history. So, yeah, they probably do have the edge in net, considering that Minnetonka has two freshmen, Layla Hemp and Ashlyn Hazlitt, on the roster, and a senior who only played one game last year in Sophia Johnson. So now they have to replace Bryn Dulock, who played almost every Almost last every year. game, yeah. Yeah. Um, Number three, Andover, obviously uh, take a little bit of a hit from the transfers from uh, from Josie Hemp, who is, as we already said, a Division One caliber player. Uh, they do bring in a transfer, uh, Merrill, I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, Merrill Delich. Just girl uh, from Colorado. I think she's from Colorado. I found her name on a roster for the St. Louis AAA Blues. Uh, I saw her name on a roster for, I think, the Colorado Rampage or something. So these transfers tend to go one of two ways. They can either be Emma Connor, who comes to town and absolutely lights up the scoreboard, or they can go the other way and become a no-name who moved (laughs) for virtually no reason. Right. So we'll see. I've never seen Meryl Delich play. Maybe she's a stud. But she'll team up with Ella Berger and Maddie Brown, two Division I commits on the Andover roster. You look like you're doing uh, a historically horrible I'm sign. My hand. Okay, no, not that historic. Hand. I was uh, just raising my arm, just saying. I Mr. Want Scott, it. do you have a question? Uh, I want to – we can't bypass this Andover discussion without talking about the seven freshmen makes the, make that varsity roster. Yeah. When I was opening up rosters, I was looking for Centennial. I'm looking for Edina. I'm looking for – you know, I want to see Minnetonka's – Minnetonka, I must have refreshed Minnetonka's page like 12 times in the last week. I just got to see yeah. it, right? It's got to be seen. Because there are girls on the 06 National Camp who are not making this varsity roster. That's oh, yeah, their JV, their JV could play a double-A schedule, and they might win oh, 10, 10 more games. than half, more than half. They're that good. You think more than half? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, Sloan Tia and Ruby Rauk. Give me a break. I mean, that's loaded. That JV is Sloan Tia crazy. is a stud. I know, absolute <laughs> stud. I'm crazy. So but let's go back to the freshmen. There's seven freshmen. I think I can think I can name them all. Uh, From if Andover, you, if, if you can, do I, I get will... like a bonus? Do I get like a sniper? No. like a tradition bank. You know, like CD. No, you get a pen. A pen? You get a pen. pen? You get Let's a ballpoint pen from tradition companies. Oh, First and last or just last? Last Their names? I'll yeah. see if I can name all seven of them. All right. Okay, so you got um, Mackenzie Jones. Yep. Courtney Little, right? Yep. Mackenzie Jones, their dad's Little and Jones, coached them all the way up. That's yep. two. You got Ella Thorson. That's three. Mm-hmm. Avery Kasich. That's four. Mm-hmm. You got YHH Player of the Year, Hannah Christensen. That's five. Amelia McQuay. That's six. Amelia, oh, Hannah Olson, that's six. And then, what's her name? McQuay. Congrats, you're wrong. What's her name? Maya Engler. Maya Engler. McQuay, that's the, she's younger, sorry. Maya, so I got six out of there seven. There is a McQuay on the roster. That's her older sister. Abby yeah, McQuay. then there's there's her youngest. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so, so seven, six out of seven. Sorry. Seven freshmen on the, that's not enough to get a tradition company. I know, I know, Tradition sorry. company's a proud sponsor of every ranking from her ice. Yep. Yeah, so seven freshmen on the Andover roster. I'll be very curious to see how they get worked in. Four defenders. Yeah, they're really good, though. Four. Do you remember their 15-18 that went 59-0? and And Delich is a defender. 59-0. and Yeah, I do. One so. key missing ingredient to that seven, there should be eight, and it's Layla Hemp. And I'm, yeah. I'm just going to point it out. I mean, she was a big part of that team. Yeah, she was a big part of that team, but I'll take seven over one any day. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So seven, the seven freshmen, that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, a lot of young talent. Not a ton yeah. of seniors. One, two, three, four, five seniors, including um, Paige Henneberg, Ashley Graybow. I hope I'm pronouncing these right. Emma Heath, Sarah Kaiser, and Abby McQuay. Those are the five seniors that round out Andover's roster. So there you have it, the top three, Tonka, Diana, Andover. Moving on to number four, and this is where it gets a little dicey. Centennial Spring Lake Park. I have them ranked number four. Okay, so anybody who wants to make a case that they don't deserve number four I, 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 please come to our office. They would have been a final one oh eight zero zero Lindale Avenue. Come to my office and make a case. Sweet I can't. I cannot take. Not please they don't are send any so anthrax. deep. They are so deep. They won their section last year. They return everybody, and Almost. and they have the best goalie, if not one of the best three goalies in the state, country, which is always going to get you. There, there. He's she's going to steal a game or two every. Uh, out of every ten, yeah, right. Um, I, I don't think, think they got. You said I think, her name yet either. Um, Caitlin Gross <laughs> did this with Uma too. Yeah, Caitlin Gross. Caitlin Gross, and they're gonna bring in two seventh graders. Are you ready for that, hockey fan? Has the second one been confirmed? Uh, the second one has not been confirmed. Grace Lager has been confirmed as varsity. I've seen photos of her on Instagram, and she is one of the pickups from Spring Lake Park. Correct. The programs have merged for the season. Spring Lake Park used to be co-opted with. Anoka, who is a Lion solo this year. Yeah, and then the other one is J.C. Chatlin, who's a 2009 birth year. Think about that. She could be playing with 2003 birth years this year. Have we seen J.C. the last three summers and know that she could be? Saw her this fall. Yeah, we saw her at the Big Pumpkin two weeks ago. She's playing Pee-wee at Centennial right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> this girl can flat out fly. And if she makes varsity, 
Um, that will be an interesting six years watching her. She's she's in that. I know she's not a goalie, but she's in that Uma Cornet, a real special player. And I think that she and Grace will spend a long six years together. Uh, making a huge difference uh, in that Section 5. We can only hope, aside from the uh, the young ones on the roster, senior forward Megan Goudreau had oh. 45 points last year. She is right on the cusp of – she'll probably break 100 career points yeah, and, and in the she, last couple of weeks of the season. And, again, Megan's the type of player that I think as the season progresses, she will get a, a Division One scholarship, yeah, kind of like a Kate Johnson. A little bit like an Alyssa Watkins last year, too, where Ooh. she was uncommitted for so long and then absolutely showed out during the latter stages of the year. And I'd be willing to bet Bemidji State wasn't the only program no. that called Alyssa and asked if she wanted to play. Uh, in addition to Megan Gaudreau, Lauren O'Hara, a very talented junior forward who is committed to the University Gophers. of Minnesota. And Ella O'Hearn, who had 16 points last year. To me, she's the type of player that hits 25, 30 points easy. So you could have at least three 30-point players with Goudreau nearing that 50-point mark. And then in addition to Gross, um, I almost don't want to give him any more credit because I feel like I've given Coach Sean Moline a lot of credit in the past. Let's but not. Let's just hold should off. Should we just ignore it? Let's just amnesty. I think um, he's the um, X factor, though. I think he is, too. <laughs> I mean, from you and I have been around this for a while, and from some of the parents and some of the observers that we've talked to, they have – when Sean was coaching in Andover and was guiding that group, Peyton Hemp and Gabby Krause, all of them, he was the mastermind behind getting them to play their best every night. And I've had multiple parents tell me that. So if if he can do what he did with that group and all the natural talent they had, imagine what he can do with this group where he's in on the ground floor. You know what he said? He with the high school program. He, he said this to me before. He works with our team Minnesota program, and he says to me all the time, he goes. I go, why do you do this? You don't make a lot of money coaching Team Minnesota. He goes, he goes, I just like to be here and be relevant. And being involved with Team Minnesota keeps me relevant in yep. the girls' game. And what a great move. He's not recruiting. He's not out there handing out Centennial Flyers. No. He's just remaining relevant in the girls' hockey game. And that's what you have to do, you yep. know, in order to get girls to come and play for you. And there's no mistake, you know, both JC and Grace play on the Team Minnesota program. Not for Sean, but have played for, they know who he is, that's for sure. Yeah, and he doesn't get a bigger kick out of anything than standing behind the bench and being with his players. So, uh, obviously, they had a great run last year, forced to forfeit their quarterfinal game against Terrible. Edina at the state tournament. I think they had a shot to give Edina a heck of a game. They just seem like that type of team that knows how to button down. When the score is low, I think they would probably – be good at keeping it close they seem right. like a team that has no problem dumping the puck and chasing it disciplined yeah dis disciplined i would say humble where it's not all about scoring goals but right we can say disciplined uh number five holy family is this the year that it all comes together for the fire these girls have they several of them came to holy family as seventh graders a few more came as eighth graders, and then they've picked up a couple of transfers along the way. Grayson Limke is the returning leader with 28 points last year. Maddie Helmstetter, who recently committed to St. Thomas, had 19 points last year. Olivia Pydosh is a Division One level Paydosh. player. Paydosh, whatever. And Ohio State commit Maeve Kelly are both back on the blue line. And Sedona Blair, who has absolutely lit up the hockey world over the offseason. Uh, she, She's not committed either. 
no, she's not. But I tell you, she is committed to leave the fire for a little bit during the season because she will be playing for Team USA during the IIHF yep. U18 Women's World Championships. Isn't that crazy? She's playing there and she's not committed. Well, she might just be being picky. Picky. All right. Picky. Well, I like that. Yeah. And we already uh, mentioned Maddie Kaiser, who could come back and be uh, center she could one. Miss hockey. And yeah. Okay, so quick, quick question for you, or the point of fact, I think the reason I, and if we were, if I were doing the rankings, I would have Holy Family below Centennial, even though I think they're a little bit better. But I think Centennial's chances of making the state are in the ninety percent range, and Holy Families are in the twenty five percent range. I'd so give that, them a little more of that. I would say thirty. Okay, thirty to sure. thirty five. Okay, all right. Yeah, I didn't rank them based on chances of going to state, but. I, then, could, I could see where you might say that Holy Family might be a little more talented. And then you load up Section 4 AA with your 6, 7, and 9 uh, slots, don't six, you? 6, Hill Murray, 7, Stillwater, and 9, Gentry Academy. We'll all fight for one spot I in the state tournament. I honestly think Gentry might be the deepest. They bring back <laughs> almost everyone from last year's Class A runner-up. They lost in double overtime to Proctor Hermantown in the Class A championship game. Hill Murray, very talented, very young. They're... Leading scorer is only a sophomore this year, Chloe Barine, who had 19 goals last year. And their starting goaltender, Grace Jean, was also a freshman last year. Greg Tinty, why would you call? Doesn't he know that we're taping her ice right No, he now? doesn't. He has no idea. Likewise, Stillwater, still pretty young. Josie St. Martin is only a sophomore, sophomore. And she led the team in scoring last year with 46 points. Um and the only 06 to make that team, that IIHF yep. USA team. She is on the roster. Um, Lexi Huber and Morgan Wollers are, however, gone from Stillwater. So those are the number two and number three leading scorers. They had a combined 76 points last year. So that'll hurt a little bit. But when I was talking to head coach Mira Yalosuo, I said it correctly that That's time. That's pretty good. She said we have a really cohesive group everybody knows their role everybody has played most of them have played in the Stillwater system I'm sure there are a couple of kids that haven't but uh, one came over from I think Addie Finn came over from Cottage Grove yeah that's that's they, oh they one. did get another I think they got another transfer too oh yes Josie Lang. Josie Lang that would be another transfer so Josie Lang will help out on the blue line but uh other forwards to keep an eye on Sydney Schuster Maya Kruger and like you mentioned, Addison Finn and Lily Timmons will be the starting goaltender. She split the last rock. year with Sophie Kronk. And uh, as a freshman, she posted a 9-3-1 record, a 1-6-4 goals against, a 9-23 save percentage, and three shutouts. So not bad for, for your first season of high school so- so- blah, 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 soccer, hockey. At number eight, we skipped Well, you have soccer on the mind because their girls' team did win the state 3-AA this year in the – there are three classes for soccer. There is now, yeah. Oh, my gosh. How terrible. Uh, number eight, Benilde St. Margaret's. I still don't know who's going to score a goal for Benilde. Mary Zavril, another yeah. St. Thomas commit. She had 10 last year. I mean, they just, they're a team that struggles to score goals. And without Carly Green, who's off to Sacred Heart, mm-hmm. they don't have that fail-safe goal anymore. So still a solid team. I still think they're pretty deep, but getting goals might be a problem for them down the road. And at number 10, we have 
Eastview. <laughs> oh, wait. Sorry. You had a different team on there. I, I did. And then I off. switched them. They after had some, some Division One commits on quick, their team, uh, and you got all Google-eyed. Then I explained to them that Google. they lost to Eastview a few times last year. I did. Oh, I, okay. I, I had Lakeville South in at number 10, and then you convinced me to switch them. Uh, with Eastview. Eastview bringing back Avery Chesick, Nora Stepan, and Angie Lombardi. Three key ingredients. I almost hate to quote the hockey hubs way too early top ten, but those were three of the players that they highlighted as well. You know, I, 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 you're going to laugh at me, but I also like Apple Valley. <laughs> <laughs> I That's just do like that team. You. you know, they have one of the most explosive forwards in the state. Will she be a freshman this year, Michaela Moran? I don't know. I think she's a freshman, though. When they start playing before yeah, high school, she'll be a I freshman. Yeah, so she was third team all state as an eighth grader. Think about that. Let that sink in. I think they're talented. I just don't think they're as deep as Eastview. The South Suburban is going to be the Wild West again. Yeah, uh, I got a text from one of the a South Suburban parent. Let's just say, and they says they will be shut out of the uh, state tournament this year, and they have two sections. They got they got teams in one and three. So, yep. If they get shut out, I will uh, I will donate my tradition if, bank pen. If they get shut out, the state high school league might have to do some reevaluating about who's playing. They who's will. playing where? So Eastview rounds out the top ten for two A uh, in Class A. We only rank five teams because ranking six to ten would be impossible. Yeah, especially with no rosters on the website. Yeah. So, all right, let's so have it. At number one. Are you going north? Are you going to the Canadian border? I'm going to the Canadian border, baby, Get and I'm going to tell you why. We got Warroad at number one because they bring back several key scorers, Tally Hendrickson, Kate Johnson, Maddie Laverne. Senior. Another nice player, Very a YHH good. staffer, went to a game where she was playing. I think it was like Northern Elite. And She's on River City, I think. At okay. the girls' NIT. Oh, I'm sorry. No. No, Spencer saw at the girls' NIT and said she was the best player on the ice. Maddie? Maddie. Good yep. to hear. That's good to hear. So you got some studs up front, and then they bring back Kendra Nordic, who had eight shutouts last year, save percentage well over 90, and a 1.0 flat goals against. She is one of those class A goalies that's still around, which honestly for me was the deciding factor uh, in three of these teams. Okay. Um, I'm, you've pumped their tires too much. Whose um, tires? Uh, Warro's tires. I think the key here is their junior class. I think they had 10 or is it, it was an even number. You're 10 or 12 sophomores who would now make up the best junior class in the state, bar none. Um, if you look – you said I pumped their tires? I'm just saying this is the key to their team. I, I think they're a year away from for sure being crowned state champion. Uh, it could happen this year. Yeah. I could see it happening this year. Class A as a whole is kind of up in the air, as it always is. It works well, it was out. really good last year if you think about it. Yeah. This same world team knocked out. Final four. You know, knocked out in the final four. Yeah, World right by Proctor Hermantown. Proctor Hermantown, who well, I think one. was a better team. They've been beaten by a northern team the last two years in the semifinals. Yeah, the Cloquet game was epic. I thought they just completely took it to World that day. That was a crazy game. That Cloquet yeah. run was something special. Yeah, it was. So, yep, I'm going to leave World at one. I don't care what you say. You're not going to talk me out of this one. At number two, you have a. I have a team it's that we both really like. Really like. 
It's the other team on Lake Minnetonka. It is <laughs> Orono, the Orono Spartans. They bring back virtually everyone except, unfortunately, Grace Bickett, who will miss the season with an injury sustained Speaking of soccer. soccer. Yes. Gosh I, darn it. My soccer. daughter's team played that team as well, and I saw Grace on the sidelines. Yeah. That was a game I chose not to shoot photos, but so that is a, that is a bummer. There. However, Orono coach Sean Fish is going to get creative with his defensive uh the shallow defensive pool. They might move some forwards back to play D. He mentioned Ali Plemon, Plyman, something like that. Mm, don't know as a player that Plyman, could at least partially fill. Bickett All right. Skates. In your interview with Coach Fish, what was one of your biggest takeaways with him? That he likes his team. He likes his team a lot. Not only on the ice, but off the ice. He thinks that they're pretty tight. I know losing in heartbreaking fashion last year to Chisago has put a massive chip on their shoulder and the R. fact I. they P. bring back garbage can. <laughs> no, I think the garbage <laughs> can is probably still there. I don't think Chisago replaces their garbage cans very often. Um, but losing like that, I mean, how does it not put a chip on your shoulder? How do you not play with a B in your bonnet? They return almost 90% of their scoring from last year. And goaltender Celia Dahl, who had outstanding numbers. So yeah. she, she might split a little more time with eighth grader Claire Hills. Hills played as the backup as a seventh grader last year. Yeah. And she was basically just there if Dahl got COVID or got hurt. Right. So I think it's a good team. I think he likes his group. Okay. Um, it's not who's, a coffee Who's guy number four in the tradition rankings? Number three? Three. Proctor Hermantown. Really? Yep. The as defending was, state champion. As I was running the numbers, I just – I realized that Alyssa Watkins and Ella Anik might have meant more to that team, uh, both on paper and off the ice, off paper, than people might have realized. They're both Division One talents, for one thing. And number two, they're both with the program forever. I mean, they were the faces of the mirage. Uh, Alyssa Watkins scoring the overtime game winner last year in the state title game. But they're young. They are also young. There's been a ton of talent in the youth pipeline, and now it's starting to get into the high school ranks. But like you said with Warroad, they might be a year away from being the ultra power that they can be. Yeah. It would be interesting to see how that uh, the two eighth graders, Maya uh, Gunderson and Cambria Thomas, fit into the mix here this Who year. Who says they're playing varsity? Well, I'm guessing they're Who playing said? varsity. Who says? Well, because uh, you know what? There's no roster. <laughs> You want to bet? You don't that know. The, you want to bet that they're on the roster? No, I don't. Okay. I, I, I think yeah. they will help. Just just like they had help last year with their eighth graders, I think they're going to get some help there too. Yeah. And like most Class A programs, uh, some of the numbers last year might have been a little inflated because they were so confined to they, the. They weren't Duluth. allowed to leave the section. Yep, they're confined to the Duluth area. And you tell me how much fun it is to beat up on teams ten to nothing, twelve to nothing, no, fourteen. Not nobody gets better that way. At number four, Chisago Lakes. They do lose Jenna Lowry, which is a stud, yep. and starting goaltender Anna Hansen. Which I think is the biggest loss. If they can't yep. replace that, then they'll be looking up uh, when it comes to the season's end. They'll be looking up in the rankings, yep. I think. They will be in Section 4, so maybe moving out of Section 5 yeah, helps a little n- bit. No, nah, not really. I, mean, I think that uh, South St. Paul and Orno are – Somewhat of a horse apiece. It's not like they don't think it's a it's huge a change. I think South St. Paul is going to be good. It's not a horse apiece. Are they, I think are they your five? They season? are. They are number five, and yeah. it's because of Delaney Norman. Because they lost Ella Reynolds, quality player. Mm-hmm. McKenna Deering is now graduated, another quality player. And they struggled to find scoring behind uh, 
rustling oh. papers behind McKenna Deering. Lily Ramirez ended up with 22 points last year. She's the leading returning scorer, yep. a uh, Minnesota State commit. And then after that, it kind of drops off. Sarah Winstonson had 15 points last year. And this year, freshman Lily Pockle will be relied upon much more. She can carry the, the mail. Yeah. I can vouch for her. Yep. One and of then the top, I think she's one of the top 07s in the, in the state. Or not, even though she's from Hudson, Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hudson might as well be Minnesota. Uh, Delaney Norman, uh, six shutouts last year, a one five seven goals against. She has been their starter since she was in eighth grade. She's another one of those players where it feels like she's been around forever. forever. Six of South St. Paul's seven losses last year were by two goals or less, and they played five overtime games. Plus, they were the only Class A team to beat Gentry during the regular season. Which – they, th- if I was doing rankings at the Class A level last year, that game throws threw everything off. Yeah, you know what I mean. It just threw everything off. I mean, even if other teams were playing well, you start thinking, oh, they oh, beat Gentry. They beat Gentry. Yeah, right. But they beat Gentry. <laughs> but they beat Gentry. You can't <laughs> drop them out of the top five. They beat Gentry. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's fair. So I, w- I wouldn't say you were wrong about that. I think recency bias. You know, you and I chatted about this before the show. Uh, you know, we have nice rankings. We have Warroad, and I still think. When push comes to shove, I think Chisago is going to be in the finals. Oh, so you're telling me you want to predict a state champion? No, or? I'm just – you're. I, they're ranked four, and I think it's a decent ranking based on the rosters and everything. But when the benches get short and those girls when used the, to mm. – When the benches get short, when the when you get TV timeouts and you get all that stuff, and you're going to see Danny Danny just all day long, uh, and they got some nice DeVries back – Back up over there. They also have a transfer in uh, Riley. Is she still committed to Minnesota? No, I don't think so. Okay. So former Minnesota commit Riley Winters. So she might be able to step in and alleviate some of the uh, the lost scoring from Jenna Lowry. But uh, she la- will. last year I beaked off all season about them not having depth, and Dave Bergen was quick to point out that they were still going to state. So. Yeah, I bet he had a lot of fun saying that to you. I bet he did too. Yeah, one of one of the good guys. Oh yeah, Mr. Bergen. Well, that's uh, it's a good place to go into some predictions. You want to predict Class A first? This is a just, long I shot. Think this I is a did. moonshot. I think I just did, didn't I? A moonshot for the Class A. I state think I, I think I just picked you're gonna Chicago, Chicago Lakes. Well, I think they're gonna be in the finals. Yeah. I think they'll be in the finals. Uh, I think they'll get by South St. Paul um, to state. And I think they'll be in the finals. Uh, you just see it all the time where you just ride the pony all the way. You know, you yeah. take that. And, and it's just too tough. I mean, I hate to I hate to call players Class A and Class AA players. But, you know, Danny and Danny are Class AA. I mean, these are world-class players. Danny Bergen's one yeah. of the best players, yeah, right? Yeah, Danny Bergen will also miss some time this season to play with Team USA. She won gold in 2020. And it doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter. She'll doesn't be going matter. for gold again this year. Are, are you asking me about the state tournament? No. That's in March. No. Or late February. I'm just pointing out that she's a nationally recognized player. Yeah. So I think when push comes to shove, they will be in the state final. Um, Fair enough. Who will they play? I think it's, you know, I think it could be a North versus North semifinal. Chicago Lakes isn't North. No. Oh, no, 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 semifinal. No, semifinal. I think it's, we're going to have another, they'll, they'll line it up where it'll be Proctor Hermantown versus Hermantown versus yeah. uh, World. That could be fair. And then one of those teams knocks each other out. I'm going to go Orono. You're going to go all Mike, the way to Orono. And, I, and take, I could see that I'm too. I'm going to take Orono all the way. I really, I could see that too. I'm going to take Orono. They got a good goaltender. Yep. 
Will their defense, I think by the end of the year, their defense will be short up, and they're not going to get tested. They're not going to have the type of schedule like where they're, they're going to get tested, but they're not going to get tested too hard. They're, they're going to slowly, surely get better. So. Man, I hope so, because otherwise I'm going to look like an idiot. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. Uh, in Double A, we have the same champion, actually. Uh, I could, I could be, you know, and you we want to be swayed we, one way or another. Okay, so who? Okay, so who do you have in the state final? That, that's it. Okay, and Minnetonka. No way. I let, I honestly, I would hate that because it's late conference and they play each other so many times, but. If you want to go by straight talent, I think it's a Dino Minnetonka. And you have the Hornets. I do have the Hornets. That would that be five state fi- state championships in the in last six, six years. years? Six straight finals appearances, five in the last six years. You know, uh, is it safe to call them a dynasty? We oh yeah, we we, we get we get to the show prep part of picking our champion. We both look at each other and almost like a, a goocher. We both say Dino at the same time. Dino. It was hard to spit out, but I don't think, you know, when you look at their blue line, you look at the, how deep they are up front. Miss Hockey have, and favorite, and they, and Vivian they have, Jungles. And they have the best goalie. I don't – I see them losing. I, I'm seeing them as a 22-3, and three, but I still think they're going to win it when it matters. 22-3 and three doesn't matter once you get to playoffs. You know what I mean? I think they All might – got to do they'll, is they'll, lose on, they'll lose on Hockey Day, and they'll lose them in a taco Who once. do they play on Hockey Day? They play Andover. Oh. Oh, yeah. Their their first game, which this week is against Benil, was normally a game against Andover, but they slid that bad boy to the center of the season to play down in Mankato. Wow, talk about insider notes here. My gosh, I feel like I'm reading the Watergate files. Okay. (laughs) Well, they always play to start the season. It's kind of like the Daytona 500. The two best, the Daytona 500 is is the Super Bowl. They play on the first day of NASCAR, right? Oh. We've the last three years we've gotten to watch, well not last year but the previous two seasons we got to watch and Andover and Edina kick off the season. Well now Tonka and Andover mm-hmm. are going to help kick off the season opening weekend on Saturday. Is it? It's going to be on Saturday, and we get to watch that. Maybe if it's no, we don't get to watch that. We're going to be too busy. No, we're oh, not. We're, we can watch that game. We we did uh, we did a, we've we've doubled up before. There's a lot going on on Saturday. <laughs> we oh. got semifinals for the quarterfinals and semifinals for the Blue Ox. But in any case, we will have a photographer there. Yes, for that game. So I, I hope they let her in. We'll have yes, they will let her in. Okay, good. If if it's at Andover, I hope she knows that they closed the subway. They did. Yeah. What do you mean? Why? I was there last week. Oh, it's closed like. Batting up the hatches, never coming back. The subway is gone. No more cold cut combo. The subway is gone. Do you know how upset I am about that? I hate subway. I am pretty pissed. I that hate that subway. subway. That's great news. <laughs> the fewer subways in this world, the better. You hate subway, and I hate ending this show, but we've gone 45 minutes, and I have a sick father to get to. Oh, poor Eric. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for joining us today. Thank you for listening. If you hated what we said, that's fine. Tweet at us at Youth Hockey Hub. If you loved what we said, that's fine. Tweet us at Youth Hockey Hub. Please don't reach out to us on Instagram or TikTok. Can you do that on TikTok? Can you reach out to other people? There's inbox. Yeah, oh. Yeah. oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't have TikTok. I'll, le- I'll, I'll leave it up to the youngster. Tony we'll be Scott TikToking. About we'll TikTok. be TikToking some girls high school hockey very soon. One final note. If you are not subscribed to YHH Hockey Podcast, you are absolutely missing out. Don't be the one loser 
standing at the water cooler going, I don't know what happened over the weekend, subscribe to YHH Hockey Podcast on Apple or Podbean or wherever you get your podcasts. Ladies, gentlemen, everyone in between, thank you for listening, and we'll see you around the rinks. Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool, all about the bouncing master. Watch it on the news, what you gonna do? I could hit refresh and forget. Used to keep it cool.